Hi, everybody, and thanks for taking time out of your schedule to listen in on our Hillco Global Smarter Perspective podcasts. As return listeners know, I'm your host, Steve Katz. And if this is your first time with us, we're really glad that you could tune in and we hope you enjoy uh, our discussion today. And today we're joined by a return guest, Katie Federoff, who's Senior Vice President of Hillco Wholesale Solutions, to talk about the dramatic increase that we've been seeing in retail bankruptcies and store closures and how integrating a specific type of strategy into liquidation efforts is really uh, proving highly beneficial for retailers as well as suppliers. So, Katie, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me back. Well, we're glad to have you on. And I'm hoping you could kick us off just uh, with a bit of a quick top line of why it is that we're seeing so many bankruptcies right now, uh, bankruptcies, bankruptcies and store closures across retail. Sure, Steve. So um, consumers have, you know, as we've all seen, consumers have gravitated to speed, convenience, and really the type of tailored online shopping experience that everyone got really used to uh, during the pandemic. So this has altered the entire retail landscape and certainly impacted certain categories more than others. There's less foot traffic in stores these days, and the money being spent in stores is also tempered by inflation. So really, all of these are contributing factors in the increase in retail bankruptcies this year. You know, this year alone, there's been um, around 40 bankruptcy filings among consumer discretionary companies um, and big retailers that we all know, like Bed Bath & Beyond, Party City, and Tuesday Morning are um, some of the major names that we've seen close this year. Yeah, I think everybody's uh, been surprised uh, by the volume and particularly by some of those names. Um, and and when retailers do go out of business or strategically close their doors, I know you and the team at Hillco Wholesale Solutions are often among the first parties that are contacted. So can you take us through what happens next when you do get those calls? Sure, Steve. So when there are truly no other options and a company has to close all of their stores, it's essential to conduct this in a very timely uh, manner to liquidate all of the remaining inventory. So the goal is to sell as much merchandise as possible in a very limited time frame while maximizing uh, the return for the business and the creditors and stakeholders before ceasing all operations. So um, at Hilco, we model out the term and other details of the sale, balancing proceeds from the sale along with the associated expenses involved. Our team at HMR specializes in monetizing assets in these types of scenarios, and we are brought in to both um, operate and manage the entire liquidation process. So when Hilco um, comes in during these events, we will assess the quantity, composition, and value of the inventory on hand and implement pricing strategies that we know through all of our experience will be most effective to entice customers to purchase the remaining inventory um, at a discount. So we carefully manage the discount structure really by products category and by department throughout the course of the sale in order to maximize the total recovery. Um, Besides managing the discount, we also will optimize the sale by modifying a store's layout. This could mean, you know, bringing certain key categories to the front of the store, um, placing um, displays and, uh, 
going out of business, banners and signage in store, as well as in front of the stores on the windows. Um, We have an entire marketing department that puts together a strategy um, to market the uh, store closing event to consumers. Yeah. So that would be sort of the the ads that consumers will see in the papers and announcements and televisions and, and things like that, right? Correct. Yep. And now, you know, there's the the email blast, there's um, social media advertising, there's even um, influencers that we can use to promote these sales. Interesting. Very interesting. So as part of those efforts, my understanding is that you you also utilize other highly specialized techniques to help drive the efforts. Um, Can you talk a little bit more about some of those? Yeah. So there's a unique aspect to these closures that plays a critical role in delivering optimal outcome for the retailer and at the same time can really benefit the suppliers and other manufacturers and distributors who are in possession of excess inventory. So when a major retailer, like, for example, we can use Bed Bath & Beyond that we recently uh, closed, that sale finished at the end of July this year. Um, when that store will declare bankruptcy and embark on the efforts to close hundreds of its stores, we are called upon to manage that process. And part of this includes augmenting the merchandise that an operator has in stores and yeah. um, at their distribution centers. And what's an augmentation is what? Yeah. So I did not even realize until I joined Hillco that this was part of a store closing event where not only does um, when the sale begins, you have the owned inventory that's always already in stores. Often the shelves are, are are depleted because you have vendors that have stopped shipping, knowing you know this potentially they're they're going down this road. There could be a liquidation. So what we do is we go in the market and buy additional inventory to ship into these events and augment the owned inventory. Um, in these sales. Interesting. Yeah. So this serves um, to ensure that there's enough merchandise in the store, the right variety to appeal to the different consumers, um, both the traditional consumers of that store, as well as new consumers that flock to these uh, going out of business events. Yeah. So you're the, so I come into the store, whether I'm a loyal customer over the years or someone who's kind of looking for a bargain, maybe I felt I couldn't, I couldn't afford was usually in the store. There's what I'm going to find is what I would expect to find. Yeah. You know, so when we're buying, for example, Bed Bath & Beyond, we're going to be focused on towels and sheets versus when we were um, buying for Nordstrom Canada earlier this year, it was, you know, branded footwear and women's apparel. So we definitely cater to, you know, the banner that were um, the retailer that we're closing. But there are certain categories that just kind of always do well in an augment, um, like impulse buys, value-oriented uh, merchandise. Um, I like to use socks as an example. This is something that typically was not sold at a Bed Bath & Beyond, but when, you know, the package of socks at a great price are up there at the register, we can um, sell through a, a lot of that category. So that's the retail side of the augment coin, right? But we were talking earlier, there's two, there's two sides to it. What's the other side? Yeah, so um, you're right. Two sides to every coin. On the one side of the coin, you have the retailers who need the merchandise in the store 
to ensure a successful um, closing sale. On the other side, we have the suppliers or vendors who have been left with excess inventory and need to dispose of these goods. So sometimes this could be private label inventory that there's very few solutions for, or um, you know other access that they could sell into the off-price market or try to uh, monetize other ways. You know, often you see that POs are being canceled by the distressed retailer. So leading into even before the announcement, before we're actively augmenting, we're often already getting calls um, to help monetize this excess inventory. Does that does that happen because you Hilco's been around so long? You have relationships with these suppliers as well as the retailers themselves. Is that why you get the calls? Or yeah, so we we work with so many of the retailers and vendors in a number of different capacities. So um, you know we're always buying and selling inventory, even as part of our regular wholesale business. And you know people that are in the market that have been doing this a while, the second they hear about a bankruptcy or store closing they know to contact uh, Hilco as we could be making buys for that sale. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're making those buys, are are there certain factors you keep in mind specifically? Yeah. So when my team starts to make these augment buys, there's really three key factors. So I like to break it down on the product mix, the pricing, and then the speed or the timing. So product mix, we already kind of talked about selecting the appropriate inventory for that store concept. So this could be, you know, existing categories that are in that store that you're just supplementing that merchandise mix, or it could be new, you know, impulse categories, like, you know, going into fourth quarter, I would likely put toys in all stores because that's a great fourth quarter um, item to have. Um, the second group pricing. So we have to make buys at very advantageous pricing. So as the discount message in the stores continues to escalate, goes from 20 off to 30 off to 40 until at the end of the sale, it's, you know, 90 off and it's sold to the piece. We have to make sure that we're buying the goods right. So we're not upside down on that cost structure. We want to make sure we're selling as much of our augment inventory as possible on the front half of that discount message, then, you know, as it gets much deeper and that, you know, speaks to the uh, speed and timing of how this works. So um, depending on the, the set term of the sale, it's crucial to, you know, source the goods, negotiate, get these purchases done, ticketed, ship to stores and merchandised out onto the selling floor as quickly as possible. So you're still catching that that low discount message and not having all the goods hidden when the store is at, you know, 80 off. It makes a lot of sense. And so I'm assuming given what's going on this year, which is how we kicked this whole thing off, you guys have been particularly busy. Oh yeah, this we've been very busy this year. During uh, 2023, there were definitely times when uh, our team had the largest open to buy in the market. To date this year, we've already purchased over $100 million at cost of Augment inventory for the various um, going out of business sales that we've participated in. Yeah, uh, big volume. 
All right. So uh, it is a win-win not only for retailers, but also for suppliers during what's clearly really a difficult time for many right now in this market. Um, We have to unfortunately wrap it up, but anything we didn't touch on regarding the use of uh, an augment strategy or the market that you wanted to add? Sure. You know, I would just add that given the current environment, we're hearing directly from um, more suppliers than ever before who are really realizing that this channel, a disposition, can be an ideal means of quickly monetizing um, excess inventory and unproductive assets. And if the timing isn't right, if we're not actively buying for an augment sale, we're always buying and selling inventory to our various partners as part of our ongoing wholesale uh, solutions business. So by working with us, you know, manufacturers can free up valuable warehouse space, redeploy the capital towards, um, you know, new product lines and and profitable areas of their business, you know, versus carrying this excess inventory into the following year. Yeah. And that, you know, liquidity is a big issue right now. So that's a really great point. I'm glad you added that. Um, All right. Well, there you have it for any retail vendors or suppliers or, or lenders with those businesses in their portfolios who are listening in right now, a call to Katie might be really worth your time, I think, based on what we just discussed and what everybody knows is happening in the retail environment. So Katie, how can listeners best get in touch with you? Sure. Um, My email is kfederoff at hillcoglobal.com, K as in Katie, and then F-E-O-D-O-R-O-F-F at hillcoglobal.com is uh, the best way to reach out to me. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks again, Katie, for joining us. We'll look to have you on again soon uh, and give us an update on what's going on in the market. Uh, And listeners, as always, we hope that this Smarter Perspective podcast provided you with at least one key takeaway that you can put to good use in your business or share with a colleague or client to help make them that much more successful moving forward. And if you found today's discussion insightful, which we hope you did, be sure to check out our library of other podcasts and you can find those at hillcoglobal.com forward slash smarter dash perspectives or on your favorite podcast platform. Till next time for Hillco Global, I'm Steve Katz.